Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor. The next Parenting Order Legal Clinic is February 28th from 3 to 5 at the Ovita Culp Hobby Soldier and Family Readiness Center. It's for military ID card holders who have questions regarding things like paternity, child support, custody, and visitation. The Parenting Order Legal Clinic is always the fourth Tuesday of the month. Here to tell us how this clinic helps soldiers and their families is Noelita Lugo from the Texas Attorney General's Office and Fritz Fulbrugge, Fort Hood Legal Assistant Attorney. First, Noelita, tell us about this clinic. What's the main purpose? It's a clinic where parents can come and ask questions about how do they establish legal fatherhood, how do they get, change, enforce, collect child and medical support, or questions about custody and visitation issues. The reason that legal assistance is involved in this, it's really a cooperative program that we have, is to give some advice to soldiers and family members as to some of the obligations that they have under Army regulations, specifically child support obligations under AR 608-99, as well as coming up with good family child care plans under mm-hmm. AR 600-20. Mm-hmm. Now, aren't these types of questions questions they'd be asking their attorneys? Most of the people are not at the stage where they do have attorneys. We will not enter into an attorney-client relationship with you necessarily at the Parenting Order Legal Clinic. We may be able to provide you with individualized legal assistance on an appointment basis later on. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, the people in legal assistance are not authorized to go into the local civil courts to prosecute or defend a case on behalf of a soldier or family member. But we can give guidance to the people how to find civilian attorneys if need be. But predominantly what we would like to do is we would like to be able to work with the attorney general's office in a lot of these cases so that you can avoid having to go to court uh, altogether and having to avoid having to hire a civilian attorney. No, Alita? Right. That's how our agency can help. We can answer questions specifically regarding the military parents' child support cases that they have open with our state, um, with other states. So if a parent has a child support order that's being enforced in Oklahoma or Indiana, we can uh, work with that other state to resolve any issues or help remove log jams and, and get the case moving forward. So how do you work with the soldier? Is it a big group thing or do you meet with them one-on-one? How does it work? Sure. We start off with the large group. It can be anywhere from two people to 20 people. And we open up the floor to questions. So parents can ask their specific questions or even general questions. And then we have usually a few minutes toward the end of the session where they can come up to us and perhaps they feel more comfortable asking their personal questions to us uh, privately rather than in front of the large group. Mm -hmm. And I think it's uh, also important to note that both with attorneys from the Texas Attorney General's Office as well as people from legal assistance, we can make follow-up appointments frequently. Uh, to help people on a one-on-one basis. Mm -hmm. I think the first part of the session primarily is informational. We're trying to get very general advice out to people what things to be aware of, what type of problems might be out there, because frequently people haven't thought all the way through what's going to happen next. Uh, As Noelita says, we will frequently get instances where a soldier will come in and he's not sure he's the father, And beyond the practical consideration of getting a DNA test to find out, there's also a legal and moral obligation that the soldiers have. And it's not just a monetary 
support issue. It's also a nurturing and a parenting type of responsibility that you have. And for our agency, you know, certainly we can provide information to either parent, whether they have custody of their child or they don't have custody. We're providing information about legal procedures and certainly information about how to better navigate our child support system. Noelita, what about family violence issues? The important thing for parents to keep in mind is that they can access child support safely. They need to let us know that that's a situation that they're dealing with. The same with visitation. If visitation and custody is in place and family violence has become an issue, they need to notify our office and we can talk them through some of the options that are in place for them to continue to have parenting time available, but to have it available in a safe way. Those are also issues that we can address within legal assistance to let people know what types of remedies may be available, getting a temporary protective order, or to make sure that we have supervised visitation so that we can protect both children and other family members. That's Fritz Fulbrugge and Noelita Lugo talking about the Parenting Order Legal Clinic for Military Parents, February 28th at the Ovita Culpabi Soldier and Family Readiness Center from 3 to 5 p.m. They don't have child care, so don't bring the kids. If you need some more information, just call the Fort Hood Legal Assistance Office, 287-7901. I'm Julia Connor with your Fort Hood Spotlight. All of us come to the crossroads in our lives. The path ahead, unclear. The future, uncertain. Which road will you take? In that moment, you need guidance. Someone to set you in the right direction. That person might be waiting for you at the Fort Hood Education Services College Fair, happening April 2nd from 11 to 7 and April 3rd from 9 to 2. This is your chance to visit with college representatives from around Texas and the country. Come grab the info you need to set your life in a new direction. More info at 287-4824. Bring your household hazardous waste to the Colleen Civic and Conference Center rear parking lot, March 3rd from 9 to noon. They want all the stuff that shouldn't be in our landfills and drinking water, and it's free. Bring old paint cans, toxic and automotive fluids, fluorescent lamps, and batteries. You can also get rid of small electronics, including TVs. Save our water and vegetation by bringing your hazardous waste to this free event. Sponsored by the Central Texas Council of Governments and the City of Colleen. March 3rd from 9 to noon at the Colleen Civic and Conference Center rear parking lot on South WS Young Drive. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, and with me in the studio, Second Lieutenant Crystal Madden from the 89th Military Police Brigade. Thank you so much for being with us. And she's here to talk to us about Women's History Month. Y'all are in charge of Fort Hood's program for Women's History Month this yes. year. And when is the program? It is March 1st from 1.30 to 3 p.m. at the Phantom Warrior Center. All soldiers and family members from Fort Hood are all welcome to attend. Okay, that's cool. And our guest speaker, I understand. A lot of first for her. Yes. She is Lieutenant General Patricia Hirojo. She's the Army Surgeon General, the first female Army Surgeon General. Yeah, and I understand she's the first nurse to become the Army Surgeon General. One of the good reasons why Lieutenant General Herrero is a good speaker is not only all of her great accomplishments and all of her great nursing accomplishments in the military, but she also, in 1998, uh, co-authored a chapter on training field hospitals hospitals. In 2009, she was the USO's Woman of the Year. In 2010, she was the Uniformed Services University of Health Sciences Distinguished Professor in the Graduate School of Nursing. So she's a great example for not only being a woman and having accomplished so much, but also in the whole educational portion and her contributions. There's a lot to be learned from Women's History Month. Why do you think it's important? I think it's important because women have 
have made long strides and faced many struggles and difficulties in obtaining the rights that we have today. It wasn't always like this. And it's interesting to look at the theme of Women's History Month this year as far as like concerning education, because it wasn't always where women were even allowed to go to school. But now we've made such strides and it's natural for us to always want to progress. It's important to recognize all the contributions that women have made and to look back on their stories and their struggles and use that to motivate us to strive for something better, to always strive to accomplish and not only women's rights, but just even everyday stuff. They're an inspiration for so many things. You can take so much out of their stories and their messages and accomplishments. Once again, when and where will the Women's History Program be? It will be held at the Phantom Warrior Center, Building 194, on Thursday, March 1st, from 1.30 to 3 p.m. I have been talking with 2nd Lieutenant Crystal Madden from the 89th MP Brigade. We've been talking about Women's History Month. I'm Julia Connor for Forted Spotlight. School's out, spring break is on, and your teens are sitting on the couch. No! It's Fort Hood's Teen Extreme Spring Leadership Camp. March 12th through the 16th, Chaparral Youth Center. Take on the Outdoor Adventure Course, the Fear Factor Challenge, the Scavenger Hunt, even 5-on-5 basketball. And that's only the beginning. The Teen Extreme Leadership Camp, starting March 12th, 9-6, to just 40 bucks for the whole week. Take the challenge, couch not included. More info at hoodmwr.com. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Cotter here, and with me in the studio, Erica Steiner, Public Services Librarian at Casey Memorial Library here on Fort Hood. Thanks so much for being with us. Hi, it's great to be back. Now, you have something special planned for kids who are going to be winding up their spring break in March. Tell us what's going on. Well, on Friday, March 16th, from 10 until 1, we'll be having our annual Spring Fling, which is a wonderful day full of games, prizes, popcorn, and inflatable bouncer. And it's just a ton of fun for everybody. And last year, we had about 600 people, so it really was a ton of fun for everybody. (laughs) That's a lot of people. So why do the Spring Fling? Well, of course, we're, we're still alive. So I guess you can call it an ulterior motive. But we hope that while all those children are there, they will also go into the children's room and find a wonderful book. We have a rather large collection of uh, picture books, books for young readers, books for emerging readers. And of course, that might get them in the mood for, you know, joining the summer reading program that you always have every year. Oh, of course. Summer reading starts in June. You start stacking up your books now and reading and we'll be giving away prizes then too. Wow. So do you have any idea what the theme is? Because you always have a theme. Oh, yes. We know what next year's theme is too. But this year's theme is uh, reading is so delicious. So anticipating a lot of food and of course a lot of fun. Of course you want to get the older kids involved in the summer reading program and the preschoolers you always have preschool story time for them. When is that? Uh, Preschool story time is on Fridays from 10 until about 11 and the third Saturday of the month from 10 until 11 in our library annex which has a nice activity room. Our story time leader has decorated the room so it's full of uh, animal pictures and very warm and inviting for the kids. Yeah, I went to one of those story times before and it seems like you always have some kind of craft or something to go along with the story that's happening. Oh yes, read a couple of stories, sing a couple of songs, do a craft, get the kids and their parents involved sometimes. Uh, time I recall last, uh, we were going on a turkey hunt. That was a lot of fun. Had to go under the bushes and over the trees and cross the rivers. So <laughs> bringing off a little bit more energy there too. <laughs> and the good thing about it is also the parents, they get to get together and meet other parents. You know, some of them are 
just coming here and they've got preschoolers and they're stuck in the house. It's a good time for the adults to have a little bit adult to adult interaction instead of just with the kids. Definitely. Right. And of course, there's also plenty of books that they could check out on their way out. <laughs> and speaking of checking out books at the library, there are so many different ways that people can check out books, not just by going to the library, but online and things like that. But some people are a little afraid as, you know, how do I get an ebook? What's this thing where I can hear the, the book in my ear? You can help them with that, conquer those fears. Oh, definitely. I'm available uh, anytime they want to talk by email, by phone, when I'm at the library. More than happy to walk them through the steps. It kind of depends what your device is, but I'm very familiar with oh, a wide range of devices for telling them exactly how to get it onto their particular uh, e-reader or iPod, iPhone, Android phone, you know, whatever it is, we can walk you through getting it on there. And yeah, there's, there's just a ton available online. If you're in school, there's tutor.com. We'll give you a live tutor 24-7. And of course, there's the audiobooks, the e-books. We also have Tumble Readers for Kids, now available on iPad. Animated storybooks with quizzes, games. They can color in the pictures in the picture books, so it's a lot of fun. And that's, of course, available at home anywhere you have the internet. All you have to do is go to http colon slash slash mylibraryus.fmwr.net. And if they have a physical library account, they can use that email address that they gave us when they registered. And boom, they have a library account online too. Wow. Don't have to come to the library again, but we hope you will. <laughs> There's so much going on, you're going to want to. Of course. You've got a book club that's going on, right? We just started a book club for adults. It's over at the Spiritual Fitness Center. They have a nice comfy space there with couches and coffee. And there's also the Kids on Site available for child care for $4 an hour as long as their kids are registered with CYSS. Okay, that's pretty cool. So does the book club meet twice a it month? It meets at the last Tuesday of the month at 1 o'clock. Now, you have to read the book so you'll be able to discuss it with everybody. <laughs> Come anyway. You don't have to always read the book. If you just skim through it, I'm going to have an outline for what goes on in the chapters. And there's always something to talk about anyway. That's what's great about the library. There are so many different people, so many things you could talk about because there's so much happening going on at the library. I mean, books, videos. Blu-ray. You've got Blu-ray too? Oh, yes. CDs, <laughs> music. Okay. Three music downloads per week for free online too. So yeah, there's everything. Wow. So we just need to come by the library and check out what you have available because there might be something there that we're missing. Open seven days a week. All right. And where are you located? We are on 761st Tank Battalion Avenue and the corner of 72nd Street, building 3202. It's available for anyone that comes on Fort Hood. If you've passed that gate, you are welcome in our library. Uh, let's tell everybody when the spring fling is going to be. Let's not forget that. Oh, yes. Comes for spring fling. It's that last Friday of spring break week for your kids. March 16th from 10 until 1. Drop by anytime for games, inflatable bouncer, popcorn, prizes, crafts. Lots of fun. Thank you so much for being with us. I've been talking with Erica Steiner, public services librarian for Casey Memorial Library. And if you need some more information about the library, just go to hoodmwr.com. They've got a link. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.